All right, today we're going to be talking about the four things that are found in every successful family-oriented church. We are here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com, and let's get started. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. Good to have you here. This is Mike Holmes in studio and spending some time talking about one of the things that I love more than anything else, and that is helping churches reach young families and create what we would call and what many call and what many look for is a family-oriented church. Now, a family-oriented church is not just a something that they put on the sign or whatever. There's some things that you have to do, and there's things that you need to stop doing, and that's what I want to talk about right off the bat is Stop doing some of these regular youth activities and regular Sunday school and regular junior churches till you get hold of what I'm talking about here. Now, you're still going to be doing some of that stuff, but I want to give you these four elements that are essential. In fact, they, we call them the kid essentials. They are so important. They are found in every culture. They are found in every uh, year span. In other words, if you want to raise kids in China, you need these four. If you want to raise kids in the year 800, you needed these four things. If you want to raise kids in this year, right now, in North America, you need these four things in your church. And many churches just have one of them, and we're going to be talking about the other three and how to have all four of these particular things. Now, I want to give you just a little baseline to start out with, and this is the idea. If we're going to have a family-oriented church, that means we need to be respectful of the parents. In other words, parents come with the kids. In other words, we don't just bring kids in without parents, but we bring in the whole the whole unit there. Now, I was raised in a bus ministry church, and I don't want to be disparaging toward this, but many times it's just the emphasis on the children, and we don't hardly ever see the moms and dads. In fact, oftentimes the moms and dads are not kind of respected that much and and uh, they don't necessarily they're, they're kind of spoken poorly about but let me say something the moms and dads are going to be with these kids way longer than the local church is all right uh, they are their moms and dads are going to be there at their you know kindergarten graduations and when they go into junior high and when they break their leg and when they get married and when they start having grandkids the parents will be involved the church needs to be involved as much as possible but integrating the moms and dads and the children is what we want to talk about. And a family-oriented church has this, and this is what we're going to talk about. So successful churches have these four particular elements. Now, one of the things that we need to kind of get as a baseline is understand that parents believe that they are responsible for teaching character to their children. In fact, 96% of all parents, if polled, uh, come up with this, or when polled, I should say, uh, come up with this thing that they are responsible for doing this. It is not something that they farm out to other other places, but they are the ones that are doing that. And they believe that they need to get their kids then into a good environment. In fact, they will do everything to get their kids into a healthy environment. I know there's a few exceptions to the rule, but I'm talking about generally speaking here. Moms and dads want to take them to soccer practice and swimming lessons and all that because they believe they're developing their kids. They want their kids to have good education. They want their kids to have good character. And we find now that the local church can be something that helps provide and make 
all that happen. And the basis of a good spiritually developing uh, 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 environment for moms and dads will have these elements in them. Now, from the very beginning, when you start raising kids, I mean, from the time they're zero up until you send them off, you spend about a thousand weeks, you know, over those 18 or 19 years, you know, a thousand different weeks and working into their lives. And the church has access to those weeks and we can have access to those parents and help them to develop. But many parents just frankly don't know what to do. They sort of know some of these things exist and many churches know these things exist, but I want to bring them to you and make them real clear over the next several sessions that we do in the video here. So I'm going to name them for you, tell you what they are, and then I want you to make sure that you click to the next video and the next and the next and the next so that you can learn about all four of these elements. So the very first thing that is important, and again, in every generation, in every culture, whatever, is what we call effective instruction. Kids need to have some type of reading, writing, arithmetic, okay? If it were in the spiritual side, it would be Old Testament, New Testament, you know, Bible. I mean, we're going to be teaching them uh, different things. If it's, you know, other places, you're going to be teaching them language skills or whatever. But kids need to have effective instruction, not just regular old instruction, but effective instruction. And our Sunday schools and youth groups and all those things need to make sure that they do that. And that's probably the thing they do this regular. But what we need to add to that is something else. And this is element number two, okay, of what we call the kid essentials. And this is what we call involved parents. For a child to develop well in their life spiritually and in physically and everything, their parents need to be involved. In fact, this is kind of a no-brainer uh, that it should be. But many times in our churches, the parents all go over here if they come at all, and the kids all go over here. And there are many ways to get these things integrated, and we're going to teach you some of that in the next several sessions. So we have this effective instruction, and we have involved parents. Those are kind of the first two. But without those two, or, or in addition to those two, there's something else that really helps a kid to develop more than anything uh, almost else. And it's one of those things, you'll see it uh, probably when we talk about the negative negative side of it. But let me give you the, the term first, because those of you are writing it down in the notes, and then we'll talk about the negative side. Effective instruction, involved parents, quality friendships, quality friendships. Now, we know this by the negative side. Your children will learn stuff from the wrong kid, and they come home, and they start saying new words, and they're like, where'd you learn that? They start having new attitudes. It's like, whoa, they got that somewhere. In other words, they have some bad friendships, and friendships really tend to rub off, whether they're good or they're bad. You and I, in our local churches, in addition to the instruction and getting parents involved, we need to be involved in helping kids create good friends said this many times on the Reach Keep podcast here. We talk about things here at Better Sundays. One of the things that you will grab more than anything else when new parents walk in the door is grab this, that when new moms and dads are walking in and they got a couple little kids in tow, they are asking this question in their mind. They're not talking, thinking about your doctrine or if you've got padded pews or if the bathrooms are clean. They're going to check all that stuff out. But they are wondering, will my children find a good friend in this church. They are coming 
because their kids need good friends. Can we be involved in that as a local church? Absolutely. Can we instruct them? Can we get parents involved? Can we get friends involved? Absolutely. And that leads us to the last one, which is very similar to this, but it deals with a little bit of an age difference. And this is what we call reinforcing voices. This is where there are role models. Parents also walking in the door, wondering if there's going to be friends for their kids. They're also wondering, will there be good role models for my kids? And so we have what we call the reinforcing voices. It's not only just the, the kids' friends that reinforce those voices, but it's other parents that are going the same direction, Sunday school teachers that will speak into their life, a youth pastor that will say something that the parents have been saying over and over over and over and the kid just doesn't get it and then the youth pastor says it and it clicks in their mind they are starving for this type of thing and these four elements when we take these are the things that are used to develop children across every culture across every age and a successful family-oriented church will have all of those and there will be a mix of all of those. When I said stop doing youth activities, what I meant by that, stop doing Sunday school, stop doing, you know, junior church. Some of you are ready to burn me right now. Uh, when I said all that, I mean, stop doing the regular stuff. Just don't be given information. We're going to teach you how to make, how your people can learn to have friends in those class, how you can get parents involved in every level of class, how you can have role models and how you can speak into people's lives. That's what's coming up here at the Better Sundays podcast. So we're so grateful that you are on with us. If this is helpful, hit the little uh, thumbs up button, hit the, the subscribe button, and there's a little bell thing you can hit and you'll get notified the next time we post one of these because we're going to post these very quickly here and try to get all of this out so that you can be doing what we call young family things. To reach young families, we have to do young family things. And I gave you several things over the last several weeks that we've been uh, covering, and you can find a link to those here at the end. You'll be able to go back and, and uh, uh, connect with those, uh, those other uh, YouTube things we've done and podcasts we've done. But we need to have these elements involved too because these are the basis of spiritual development for all sorts of things. It's going to be a wonderful thing when you start to get these things involved. We're going to teach you how to do it, so stick with us here. So thanks for being with us here. This is Mike at the Better Sundays Podcast at ReachKeep.com.